Lios Enchim Anyevu. Greetings, everyone. May the Creator bless you all. And welcome to my podcast, The Good Do E Medicine Podcast. I'll be your host, Pete Rodriguez. Good morning and welcome to the podcast. It is January 18th, 2020, a new year. I know you've probably heard it a dozen times, Happy New Year and welcome to 2020, but I didn't get a chance to say it. So um, welcome to 2020 and it's going to be really good year. Um, And I'm not just saying it just to say, you know, cliche, but there's a lot of good things happening this year. We have the elections coming up for the Pasquayaki tribe, elections 2020. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the um, the elections. And I'm also going to have a guest, an expert. Um, she's on the board of elections, but that's going to be on an upcoming episode. I need to schedule an interview time and date with that person. So that's going to be Coming up on the probably the next episode, and I'm probably going to do it next week. Today is January 18th. It's Saturday. So we have a long three day weekend. Martin Luther King Day is coming up on Monday. I'm going to be doing some volunteering here with the tribe, with my tribe here, the Yaki tribe in Tucson. And we're going to, I'm going to schedule that interview with someone from the Board of Elections. So we're going to have an expert talking about the the tribal elections here for our tribe the yaki tribe and maybe we can get some um some good input and some questions answered well i know i have some questions uh maybe we can uh get some um input from the audience but that's coming up but thank you again for tuning in and if you haven't subscribed please subscribe and thank you for everyone that has subscribed up to this point to the podcast and this episode is going to be a little bit about the elections and also some of the updates on some of the projects the first project is the gourds the wahes that we're making really quick they are drying we have them already ready to go so as soon as we're not too busy they're pretty much all dried and ready to go we're going to be making the gourd rattles the wahes with those gourds that we grew this past fall so those are pretty much ready to go we just need to clean them they're dried pretty much all the way. I think we can start the uh, cleaning process at this point. Start selecting a few that we're going to craft into the gourd rattles, the wahes. So that's going to be exciting. Let's see, it's January. So we're going to get that going probably early February. We're going to start making those wahes, the gourd rattles. So I'm really looking forward to that. So that's coming up soon. That's an ongoing project. So we're going to keep that going and we're going to get that done and we're going to be updating it as well here on the podcast and the second update is the the series i really want to launch this series and keep it going is the our truth series 
Itom Loturia, our truth, our Hiaki Truth series. So I want to, I'm going to interview, hopefully, and get some um, input and stories and get some um, interviews from our elders here with the Yaki tribe, not only here in Tucson, but other locations in Guadalupe, Marana, other villages. I want to input from all the other locations and towns and villages and locations and communities all over. So I'm going to look for a, a couple people that wouldn't mind being interviewed on this podcast. And we're just going to talk about, you know, things. Maybe I really love listening to our elders and I think it's really important to listen to them and their stories and their wisdom. And we can uh, carry it over to our everyday lives here and into the future. So that's one important thing that I really emphasize is listening to your elders and your ancestors and honoring them. So we're going to be doing that hopefully soon. We have a couple of people that we have scheduled ahead of time. So we're just it's, it's hard finding the time to meet with them. So I'm taking my podcast mobile so I can meet some of the elders at their locations and homes or whatnot in the community, or we can travel to different communities. So I am working on, I'm pretty much done getting the my podcasting, I guess, mobile setup. It's pretty much done. So I'll be able to go on location and do these interviews. So that one is going to be a, a really nice series called or Itom Loturia, Hiak Loturia. So that one's coming up. So that one's, I'm looking forward to that in 2020. And the next really cool thing is going back to those couple of projects is the elections here at the Yaki tribe. I know there's been a lot of talk of who's running, who's coming back, who's not coming back. I love doing social media. I stay away from, um, well, let me go back. We went to a, I just recently attended an indigenous governance training brought by, to the tribe by the University of Arizona. And it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of great information. And there was about 40 of us here, um, leaders from the tribe, you know, different um, capacities here with the tribe. And also at the casino enterprises, they came over and we did this indigenous government um, leadership training, and it was just one of the best trainings I've been to to date. And I really want to continue with that education, indigenous governments training and education with the U of A. So I'm going to continue with that. But going back to the social media part, one of the topics that came up with the indigenous governments training was we need more community involvement. And one of the ways some of the suggestions that came up was using social media using um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know, the larger ones. I'm really like those. I know I talked a little bit about TikTok, but I don't think that would work in this capacity or Snapchat, some of those. But I think Instagram, Twitter and Facebook would work really well with connecting more with the community, not only here at our tribe, but other tribes. I've seen them using Facebook to revitalize their language. I've seen another articles about other tribes using social media to communicate more and use their language more to engage their community. So that came up in our indigenous governments training using social media more. And I agree. I tend to stay away from Facebook. 
a little bit more. I have a professional sites on there. And I forgot to mention LinkedIn as well. It can be utilized. And I think it's really important to be used, especially, you know, as the we're nation, uh, building the nation. I think it's a, a, a tool that we can utilize if we use it correctly. And I agreed with uh, some of the comments that we did at that training. We need to, we should be using social media a little bit more to communicate and get the information out. But Facebook right now, there's a lot of information, a lot of people talking um, about elections, who's going to run and who's not going to run. And, you know, some of it's funny, some of it's serious, some of it is just, you know, I don't even want to uh, be a part of it. I don't want to listen to it. I don't comment. You know, I just keep, you know, I'm right. I just don't participate in those conversations. I just tend to the uh, uh, my Facebook page, the Yaki Community News, and our other pages that I have that I, I operate. I, I I keep those hopefully engaged in some, and just like in the podcast, hopefully you find some value and I add some really good, important um, information and something of value to those pages and, and also to this podcast. So hopefully you like those pages. My main one is Yaki Community News. That's the the really one, the one I'm really proud of. And I have a couple of uh, people that helped me run that page. So that one is, is really nice. And I really enjoy that page. And um, hopefully we'll be utilizing it more in 2020 and beyond. But going back to the elections. Yes, the elections are coming up. And I did, I did pick up a, let's see, what's the official name? I did pick up a candidate packet and I picked it up on Friday. Now, before any rumors get started or anything, there's a process. So there is a process of um, going through this election uh, candidate packet. I mean, there is a process. So this is not an official declaration of running for council, but I am. This is like the first step. I picked up a packet. There's other steps involved before I would say since you're officially would be running for a council seat here with the tribe you know you have to do a couple of steps first before you're actually officially running for a council seat but this is the first step I picked up a packet candidate packet and I have it right here in front of my hands one of the first pages is there are some election code changes so I'm looking at these and there's uh, several, it's two-sided and all of this information is available online. I'll put a link down in the podcast notes so you can see them, but they're on their main website. But one of the main things is there are some election code changes that everyone, if you're considering, or even any tribal members want to consider maybe running as a, for a council seat, they should be aware of. One of the main things they did change the candidate filing period it's from january 2nd to january 31st so you have until the end of the month so today is january 18th so you have a couple weeks left to pick up a candidate packet and nomination petition period january 2nd to march 16th so during that time applicants must submit a nominating petition with at least 50 signatures with 45 days of completing the declaration of candidacy. So January, February, March. So that's about two months. You have to turn in the nominating petition 
and that one has 50 signatures. I think it changed from the previous election time. I think the signatures were more, but this one is 50 signatures must be turned in within 45 days of declaration of candidacy. Candidacy. So this this changed the filing period. I think that's one of the biggest changes. And according to this, it's going to allow more time. Let's see. It's going to improve the administration of elections. It says the revised filing period will provide more opportunity for early voting and absentee voting. So it's going it to get moved up a little bit. Um, like I said, I'm going to have someone from the Board of Elections. I'm very grateful they, they, did, they did agree to, to do an a interview um, with me about the process because I still have... I have the documents in front of me, but I still have some questions and hopefully we can get them answered on the next episode. The time frames were changed. You do need 50 signatures, some really basic ones. You have to be 25 years of age or older. The filing fee is $100, so I'm going to start the process. It's not official, but I'm going to, let's see, I'm going to start it. It's it's, it's for my, it's going to be an experience, so it's something I'm, I'm looking forward to doing and Maybe we'll document it here on the podcast. We'll see how the uh, the election process goes. So I think it's better if actually experience it and go through the process and and talk about it on here as well. Because after all, um, elected officials is um, one of the most important things is transparency. That's another thing that came up when our indigenous governance training is uh, the transparency of our leaders, our elected officials. So here's my candidate. I mean, my candidate packet. The first step is the filing fee. You have to pay that $100 and uh, complete the declaration of candidacy. And that's the second step. Of course, you have the release of information and and you have to do a background check. And the nomination, nomination petition, that's the one. You need 50 signatures. For me, that might be a, um, not a hurdle. But, I mean, I guess it would be a little hurdle because we don't have, I don't have a large, large extended family so getting 50 signatures that might be something for a task for let's say someone like me or other people that don't have a large extended family we have a a small family so we're gonna have to rely on friends and friends of friends or acquaintances or other people maybe even um, go out to different communities but that's gonna be interesting 50 signatures of qualified voters of course they have to be tribal members so that has to be turned in within 45 days of declaring candidacy I am going to have the interview with one of the board members and they're going to talk about a lot of these things that are coming up and questions that I may have as well, like advice, expedition, candidate expenditure form due by April 17th. I'm not sure what that means. Designated poll watchers. I think this is part of, I'm not sure that it's in the packet, but I don't know if that has to do with the candidates as a 
date of May 29, 2020. I'm not sure what that means, but we'll get them answered as soon as we get the interview set up next week and some other items. But all this information, it's it's public information. You can find all of this that I'm reading. It's not like a secret. It's all on our website and I will go ahead and post the links that that way it'll be easier to find and I'm looking through the packet there's the declaration of candidacy for election to the Pasquaki tribe council there's release forms filing fee forms uh ooh, in red red paper filing for candidates can candidacy I need to learn how to say that it's not like a word we use every day conversation. Candidacy. Yeah, you never use that. Okay, so this form's in red. So I believe this is the really important one. It's like, well, it's in pink. The only form in this packet that's pink. So I think this is a really important one. Must file with the Election Board of Supervisors. And it looks important. It looks like it has to be notarized. So this is, I think when you file for candidacy after you collect your 50 signatures, I think that's when it becomes official even if you don't do anything else after that like campaign or run or anything you're officially i believe but i'll find out more but i believe when you do file for that and get your signatures and i think right there you can declare and you're actually officially running but we'll i'll clarify that with when we do our interview but this is pretty neat interesting the disclosure forms a couple more poll watchers forms you have questions about that because i don't know what that is Poll watcher rules. I'm not sure what that is. And we have a blue form. And this one has, oh, this one is where you, oh, this is for the 50 signatures. So this is the forms you need to fill out and notarize and hand these to the, the, the people right there at the Board of Elections. These are the 50 signatures you must acquire and submit. And we have a whole packet here, chapter six through two. Everything to do with the elections. So I got a lot of reading to do. And I got a lot of uh, questions as well. You know, I have everything in front of me. I'm going to make sure everything's correct. And I will keep you updated if you find this interesting. I find it interesting. I, um, like I said, I did pick up a packet, a candidate packet. It's not official. So I'm going through, I will go through the process. I want to document it. We'll see how this goes and it's going to be really interesting i'm looking forward to it and it's going to be a challenge you know i've done some other things where i um tried them you know like uh for instance i tried out for the pima county sheriff's department Ooh, it was way maybe like 20 years ago and uh, i wanted to be a police officer i want to be a, a cop i wanted to be a sheriff or, you know, I wanted to be a police officer. So I tried out for the Pima County Sheriff's Department, for example. I went through the whole process, sort of like the elections. You know, there's a process. You have to fill out all these forms. You have to take the test. You know, the whole nine yards, everything. We went to the uh, the physical fitness aptitude test. So I passed. So long story short, it's something I tried. We went through the whole process. I went to the, to the final oral board meetings. I went through everything. Um... I did pretty good. I passed everything. So they select you on a, in a, I guess, a point scale. And when I talked to the recruiting officer with the sheriff's department, he said I was just like right in the middle. They only select the top percentage for to hire for the Pima County Sheriff's. 
and I was like just like maybe one or two people right under the the ones they selected and the gentleman there he said to go ahead and uh, try it next time they open the the uh, openings for the Pima County Sheriff's and I considered it but I was like I said I was happy I went through the process it was a learning experience I'm glad I got to experience it and I'm talking about it today it's something you know like this you know you get you go through the process and once in your life you know you have an opportunity to do something I recommend you know just doing it you know just trying it just like I'm gonna we'll see how this uh candidate packet I fill it out maybe get my 50 signatures and who knows maybe I will be on the ballot so to speak but will you all see that something in the future but this is the first step and just like the when I applied for the Pima County Sheriff it was the first step I went through the whole process I was not selected but that's okay it was a really neat experience and I went through the whole process and and maybe I'll look back on the uh 2020 election say you know i did the whole thing so we'll see how that goes so that's that's a story little podcast for some other time but right now this is where we're at in 2020 i i'm it's like i said in the beginning this is going to be a great great year another decade i don't want to sound too cliche but there are a lot of good things happening here with the tribe um other tribes as well we have other things going on here at this tribe i'm gonna get some more interviews going on from other uh, tribes indigenous groups i definitely want to do an interview with one of our closest relatives which is the hopi nation a lot of people don't realize that they're one of our closest relatives to the yaki tribe we came from the same uh some same clan the same family and a lot of people we all have a similar language as well we can uh, understand each other with similar language stock. So Hopi is one of our closest relatives. So I definitely want to do a podcast and interview one of our relatives from the Hopi Nation. So I have a lot of ideas. Also, someone asked us about the tribal flag, the Yaki flag, the meanings of them. So I remember I was going to update that. So I'm going to take some notes. I'm going to do that as well. I have a lot of ideas, a lot of podcasting ideas. I have some interviews coming up as well, but definitely want to do that. So on ending, I do want to, let's see, also look out for some more events coming up with the uh, with the podcast. So we're going to do some events as well. And we have uh, Martin Luther King Day coming up this Monday. So we're going to be doing some volunteering with the tribe, with the community cleanup. So a couple of things coming up. I'm really, really happy. It's 2020. I feel really good. This is a, a good place, a good time to be um, here with the elections. I'm, I'm really happy. It's pretty exciting during this time, um, the election period. A lot of people kind of stress out. You know, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm the positive. I'm always optimistic. And um, I look forward to the election and the election process. So and we'll see who our new council will be for the upcoming four years. So I'm looking forward to to all of it. You know, it, it's really exciting. And make sure you vote. I mean, it sounds cliche, but your vote does count. It does count. 
coming up. You know, I don't want to talk too much about the uh, the elections and and bore you guys. But we have some cool stuff coming up, and I hope you subscribe and tune in and and make sure you tune into the next one. The next one, either seventeen or eighteen, we're gonna have um one someone from the board of elections. Um, they agree to be on the podcast, so we're gonna interview them, and we're gonna ask uh, do a lot of these uh answer a lot of these questions. I have a lot of questions as well. So we're going to have that person on here. So it's going to be either the next episode 17 or 18. It's going to, I want to get that done right away. So we'll get that, you know, the, the board of elections on the podcast and I'll probably do it on location. I'll probably go to their office and set up a mobile, you know, their little thing. So we'll record from there. So that's going to be really cool. I'm looking forward to, to that podcast episode and interviewing someone from there so i hope you tune in i hope you subscribe that way when you do subscribe you'll get a notification that there's a new podcast there's a new episode you'll get a notification to your phone or whatever you listen to or by email i think if you sign up through email so you'll get a notification when that episode does go live and i upload it so that's how that works so so that's it for now. It's it's a really nice day. I'm going to spend the day outdoors because I'm big on outdoors and, and this is a health and wellness podcast. So I encourage everyone to to spend some time outside. Go outside, enjoy the day. It's beautiful. It's gonna be 70, 72 degrees here in Tucson, wherever you're at. Hopefully it's nice weather. Go hiking, take a bike, go for a walk. And I'm going to do some volunteering for the Martin Luther King Day here with the tribe. So wherever you're at, out there in the world with your with your tribe, nation, indigenous, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, three-day weekend with your family, with your friends. Enjoy it. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the weather. Have a great day. And thank you for tuning in to the podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. You can reach me, actually the easiest way, I'll put down my Twitter handle. That's really, I, I really like Twitter as well to communicate and um, to get in touch with the audience and Instagram as well. But if you really, really want to conversate or if you have any ideas for the podcast or comments, if you don't want to comment here on the podcast, please reach out to me on Twitter. You can also send me a direct message through Twitter. I'm always on Twitter. I'm active on Twitter. I'm looking at it right now. Um, you can find me. You can look up the Yaki Vegan. Of course, I'm vegan. But my handle, I started this when I started a business a while back in 2000, 2002. But my Twitter handle, and I'll put the link in the description. It's five star, spelled out, five star pro DJ. So I'll put that on the link. I'm active on on Twitter. Again, if you want to comment, you can find me on Twitter, and I'll set the I'll put the link on the uh, podcast notes below, and also the links to the election documents I was just reading. But thank you for listening, and that's gonna complete and end our podcast episode number sixteen. The election process has started, so I'm looking forward to that. So we'll see how that goes. Stay tuned. Choco Tesiabu. Kechealea. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful three-day weekend. Please continue to listen to the podcast. Really, really grateful and appreciate. And tell your friends and family. And don't forget 
I don't want to say it, but don't forget to vote. You know, your voice. Be out there to polls. Make sure who your candidates are. Make sure who they are. I will uh, keep an update on the whole election process as well. Hopefully, we'll get some um, good uh, feedback and we'll have the one of the board election, uh, someone from the board of elections on here in episode 17 or 18 talking about that. Again, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, three-day weekend. I always end it with health as wealth because health is wealth. It's the most important thing. Make sure you take care of your health. That's all for me. Thank you very much and make it a great, 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 great day. Thank you.